0: To your Witcher, I'm your co-host Dov. I'm your co-host Aaron.
1: I'm
0: your co-host and today we're having a something of a, of a wee special episode um, where we where we recap a bunch of the recent Witcher news that uh, have come out lately since the last time we recorded because there has been a lot. Yeah,
2: basically we kind of finished with everything, or um, well at least we mm-hmm. got through some milestones. And then lots of things happened in the real world all at once. So we're kind yeah. of, um, yeah, this is good.
1: Because so, so, yeah, so obviously WitcherCon was last week, which we did not participate in. But that means there has been um, a slew of news that we have been waiting for for, oh, a year and a half now um, that I we mean, finally know. Um of Sorry. course,
0: like the, the, we have to address the ele- elephant in the room, first of all, and say that we are grossly disappointed to not have been invited <laughs> to headline WitcherCon. Um <laughs> Like uh, that is why you will not have seen us engaging with it at all. We we boycotted, <laughs> uh, which are called <laughs> protest. That's our non-inclusion. They included this, um, like like I'm told they're called CD Projekt Red and Netflix. <laughs> I don't fully understand why why this decision amateurs. was made um like that a bunch of <laughs> amateurs who have no, who have no real working knowledge of the witcher were included but uh, but we on the other hand were excluded from from this from this from this momentous event but uh, <laughs> it is what it is they yes, never it's... recognize too, too, too <laughs> talents until, until it's too late
1: <laughs> oh well get out of netflix if you want it to be a real success next year um with that being said um let's uh let's let's get into it all of this all of this news
0: yeah so uh season two trailer huh guys
1: trailer <sighs> trailer, 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 yeah.
0: trailer 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 <laughs> me, it's trailer it's a
2: very uh, good trailer it's it is I mean, it's, it's only two minutes, but, like, it basically covers everything, a little bit of everything, and it's really well put together, and the music's really good, and everyone looks great, like Cirilla and Geralt's little bit. It's really just, oh, tears. <laughs> and um,
1: yeah, you see the boys I, at
2: Kermoran, and, oh, that, yeah, where to start? Where to start?
1: Um. Yes, I mean, it looks incredible. It, I, I just... I, it's really convenient that we've actually just finished reading *Blood of Elves* because we have, I think, a lot of it fresh on our minds now. Um, the oh my god, the thing that got me was the moment that they walk into Morran and Geralt looks over at Siri and says, "Like this is your home." I just like, oh, yeah,
0: hugging the boys and they're all warmed by the fire. Yeah. Speaking of which, this is the thing that like mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about. Um, so guys in Kaer Morin so in Blood of Elves, mm. there are four Witchers besides for Geralt. There's Cohen, Vesemir, Lambert, and Eskil. In the trailer, yes. we see at least six. Oh, I didn't notice that little detail. Oh, and I in didn't fact, notice that. in fact, if I'm if I'm if I'm correct, the six that we see in the hall um, do not include Vesemir because Vesemir appears later, briefly, you know, at a distance. and I don't think any of them look like him. Mm
1: okay i am i am putting the trailer on in the background again because i did not you're right there are six people in that room yeah
0: there are six there are six which trying to get a good look all. at them
1: we're sure they're all witchers because i know it's like quite because okay so here's something that i watched a little like behind the scenes um like the creation of kare video about like what has gone into producing um the this like the set and like how how they thought about the design and everything and one thing that got mentioned is either in that or in one of the casting decisions was that there is apparently like, a, they've apparently cast for there to be like a tiny brothel. <laughs> wait, why? Because of course they have. <laughs> because it's Netflix. Wait,
0: tiny brothel in Kaer Yeah. Oh,
1: that's nonsense. No. Yeah. <laughs> no,
0: wait. That makes no sense. I
1: I will find you the that, casting that, that, No, that, that makes second. no lore
0: sense. That actually is making me angry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> One second, I will. I will find that's you some, like, the casting. Traveling
2: like circus of sex workers just rocked up. <laughs> They're
0: just like the the <laughs> entire the entire point of the carewared valley is that you can't find it unless you know where to go.
1: Yep, I know. No, what? What the fuck? Sorry. What? What? That's gonna be an to <laughs>
0: explainer having
1: that? I'm putting it in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> Send
0: us whatever this is because that's nonsense. That what? What? No.
1: Yeah. It is okay, it was from Redanian Intelligence, so it might not be completely accurate, but two seconds. Right, so this is actually speculation from um uh, Redanian Intelligence based on the fact that a bunch of actresses who have been um, cast and confirmed on IMDb as playing sex workers have been were on the set of Kara morin and were posting about it. That doesn't mean anything. But
0: Okay, but like they could have just been there. Just incidentally. Yes. Yeah, if you're a cast yes. worker,
2: you're obviously gonna wait to see bits and pieces.
0: Okay, okay, though. Back up, back up, back up. Um... She joins a group of soldiers who she isn't afraid to boss around. Guys, that's not the witchers, that's the fucking soldiers that are traveling. Like, that. that's that's the dwarves, that's, that's fucking... That, 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 that... Like... No, come on, like, okay, this makes no sense. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Okay. I was a little bit like weirded out by no. it. So hopefully this is not the case.
0: This is nonsense. Yeah, it's
2: just them saying, right, if one of the acts, these acts playing Anna, it's possible the witchers of care more and have
0: invited some sex workers into the fortress. No, it isn't. <laughs> um, incidentally, <laughs> after learning that season two will add several original witcher characters. Okay, so there will be witchers.
1: So there will be that's extra fine. witchers. That is interesting. So that's,
0: that's fine, you can imagine like Okay, wait, though. No, like, I don't think, I don't so think, like, like the the, 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 no, I think, I, I actually think I know what's going on here. Like, clearly they added some sort of plot that involves more Witchers, and it says there is a fight scene that involves the original Witcher cast. Um, so I would assume that, um, it's not impossible to imagine that there is some, some, some sort of subplot added where another group of Witchers has visited Kaer and and they have brought sex workers with them.
1: Okay, yeah, that is not impossible to imagine.
0: Like, because that makes a lot more sense than installing a wee brothel in Caribou. <laughs> Come on, what the hell? <laughs> like.
1: I mean, I wouldn't put that past Eddie TV adaptation of a fantasy okay, series. Okay, but that would that be very stupid. Just Adam. <laughs> more, like, nudity. It would be very stupid.
0: <laughs> like, 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 it would be unbelievably dumb. Like, like. If they ruin Koran, I swear there will be words had.
1: Anyway, interesting they've added um additional additional witchers, um and a fight. Yeah, I'm fine
2: with that. Yeah. Um, like witches from other schools maybe. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: um, yeah. go for it. It would be good to see more survivors of other schools.
0: Like also I mean I guess like now now the uh now the image that had been released months ago of Jennifer and Chains has been explained by the trailer. Um, she yes. clearly briefly falls into guardian captivity or something.
2: because yeah, yeah, she's with Fringilla. Yeah. Um yeah. who's bad. She's bad witch. Yes. Bad. Fringilla's <laughs> bad. You heard the <laughs> first. That's has been a long pandemic. <laughs> There's been a really long
1: pandemic. Oh god. Yeah. I don't I don't know if any of us are okay. Um but um Fringilla, I'm really um <coughs> actually hype for like obviously like show Frangilla is a completely different beast from books Frangilla. um and i'm actually kind of hyped to see what they're doing with her um and what this sort of what happens with um Frangilla and yennefer i assume we're kind of going full spoilers here because we usually do for like non-show episodes um or like non-chapter specific episodes and i mean like obviously in the books Frangilla is just sort of like milf guardian but not like directly involved with things and just part of like the um the sort of stuff that's going on the side of the sorceresses and um et cetera. Et cetera. um so it is interesting that she's just like this kind of on the front lines character who's going to have this really presumably kind of captor captive thing going on with Yennefer um because that seems to like preclude some of her later role. Very interesting.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that I've enjoyed about the series as it is is where they choose to deviate from the source um and create canons. It's always been mm-hmm. it's not felt tokenistic or forced or nonsensical a lot of the time. It's felt like it, you know, it's what I should what a, you know, a different form of media should be doing and that's trying to explore things in a way that maybe is better suited to television than it would a book. Um Because you're forced sometimes, obviously. You've got less time. You've got to condense things. Maybe you've got to put more... You know, you got to just shuffle it up a bit and I'm fine with that. Um, so, mm-hmm. Yeah, no,
0: I'm 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 fascinated by the new by the new things they're playing. Um I will I will yeah. mainly just be angry if they actually implanted a, a, a brothel for the Witchers in Care Moran. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that just feels like fanfic. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like a not good fanfic at that. Like George R. R. Barton writes <laughs> Witcher fanfic fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed
2: would <laughs> uh, be a lot more incest if uh, George R. R. Mara would be Like for
0: starters, you know, like you know what like makes me angry about about like that hypothetical even is the is the is the fact that like quite frankly, you know, it would be one thing if this was set before the destruction of Cairboran, but the entire point of Cairboran is that it's a crumbly ruin with no amenities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's quite. hard to run a brothel in like you know on a, on a bed of brick and. Um... Oh great you get like Indeed. like like four clients a year when they all come back for the winter and never otherwise I mean it's a captive market maybe
1: it's their winter job maybe they're seasonal workers
0: <laughs> like i i just i just don't think it's a good business idea like 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 look if you're if you're a self-respecting sex worker are you really going to set up a brothel in fucking Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, I would not. Yeah, but... I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, they're also perpetually yeah, broke.
0: Yeah, they they literally don't even fucking have money. <laughs> like, the <they're>, the <they're> literal <laughs> the literal only reason, like 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 they they winter there is because over the winter they're literally so starving that their only option is to go back to Papa Wisemer and go hunting. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure they would spend winter
2: in the forest uh... if they had a choice in the matter. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> unless unless like unless they they they, they, they like, unless the sex workers at the brothel live the entire year off of Vesmir alone in which case where does he has to have the money from <laughs> where's he getting the morality if nothing he's yeah. <laughs> like 200 years old or something I don't know I think I think Vesmir <laughs> probably even at 200 years old still fucks like
1: I mean yes <laughs> that legendary witcher yeah component. um yeah <laughs>
2: Uh, what, what are we on? We've got um, there's one of my favourite stories is included, which I'm really excited to see. That That's basically the Beauty and the Beast one uh, with the with the Ruxa. You can see that flying around. That's going to be amazing. The casting looks really good and it's one of my favourite short stories ever written and it's going to be so fucking great. Obviously they're more sort of, we're getting into the meat and bone of Ciri's story now. They're obviously wondering about the forest and with Geralt, and, oh, it's the last few, last amount of time that she's with Geralt for a while because everything goes to shit in the next couple of books.
1: But um, yes, of course, Nivellen is being played by uh, Christopher H- Hiv Hiv, Hiv- who uh, played Torment in Game of Thrones. So that's oh, some that's excellent
2: just... casting. Oh, god! Good casting.
1: Unfortunately, he's the one that got COVID that shut down the the, the, the oh, filming they're... when filming had to get shut down.
2: God. As yeah. More now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Jeez, oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Jeez. Yeah. Hope you recovery, King. Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> um. But yeah. So that is going to be amazing. Um. I'm really looking forward to that. Um. I mean, there's this one. There's also this one. Like, we, we, we see. Um. We get quite a lot of Cirilla in um in this trailer and um they are doing uh, an amazing job of channeling like her rage yes. yeah and,
0: and, and, and fear trauma of herself and yeah, fear she literally says you know i'm scared yes
2: say burn the whole world down or whatever it is um, she's, you can see her like having nightmares rolling about and stuff and she's not having the best of time
1: yeah um i love there's just this one you know you see her like eyeing up the swords and, and kind of pocketing a knife um in the trailer i just love that there's this one little bit where you see her kind of in full like kind of combat gear standing underneath a, a waterfall which is just like kind of a a good nod at where this is all going it's just Oh, yeah, have
2: condensed so much of what's in the book in so short a time, and just matches yeah. outstanding. And I'm very, very psyched for it. Um, I think, I suspect what they're going to do, um, probably put the story with Novellan like early on in the season as a sort of get you into the flow of things. You know, it's, it's a low hanging fruit It's a yeah. self story. It's and then they'll probably run with the, the series stuff just because chronologically it's kind of before everything it.
1: I expect it'll probably be on their way to Kermoran right? Like, they'll run into, like, this a, 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 a situation. So either, it'll either be that or it'll be a side plot on their way to... Um, I was, you know, like, the, this, to, this was um, actually something Elendor. that I was
0: wondering about. Like, how vast is this season, like, in terms of plot scope? Because because we know that, like, it's going to include Siri and Yennefer at the Temple of Militelli because we've seen screenshots of it. Um, mm-hmm. but also it includes Nivellen, presumably, while Geralt and Ciri are traveling on the way to Kaer It also mm-hmm. includes whatever this weird subplot with more witchers and possibly sex workers is. <laughs> like, but, well, that's how they're describing it, right? So, um... <laughs> I know! Like, um... Like, like, like... A d- you know, like just from like what you see in the trailer, this would make quite like you know if you're if you're like looking at a similar episode length to the first season, like it's not even impossible to imagine a season that would not even like really go that deep into Blood of elves and merely tackle like the first bits and like the kind of um undepicted. You know, um, uh, like like vari- like you know various events that apparently befall Geralt and Siri Ciri on their journey back to Moran and and you know like like then Yennefer is also ca- captive, but then presumably she isn't. And the events of Blood of Elves. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot going on. There's a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. So what we do know is that um, the first episode is called A Grain of Truth, oh, well, there we go. <laughs> and that is so, so we know that's happening at first um we actually do have um all except for the last episode title so it is a similar run to the last run it's eight episodes um yeah i don't even know how deep it'll go into this we know that she gets to to the temple of melatelle but like i don't know how deep into that it's going to go or if they're going to kind of kind of just brush over it kind of smooth that yeah just brush over that because I mean, a lot of that is kind of just training montage, yeah. but but it is also the development of the relationship between Jennifer and Siri. Um, like, because the reason I don't know how long it's going to, like, how much they're going to go into that, is because there's an episode titled "Dear Friend," but that's episode six.
2: Yeah, we, we, well, we know um, what's his face, uh, Yaskier. He's back. There's like a one-second cameo of him uh, when he appeared in the trailer. So
1: yes not even a second it is like a Enough
2: frame to go. <laughs>
1: ah yeah oh, it's Yaskir, and for everyone to comment on his weird long hair
2: <laughs> yeah I, I i don't know if i prefer i like because i always imagine like yaskier having like my length hair which um for 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 the for the listener it's like shoulder length shoulder length sort of ringlity brown hair mm-hmm. um and that's kind of what i imagine Yaskir's hair being like so when he actually had short hair in the tv series i thought this is very modern <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, I think he was he not blonde in the books, so or was that just like one of his like I can't looks? Remember. But like he definitely longer hair. Books, yeah, because I, I remember like there. Be- yeah, I remember there being a bit where he's like sitting around curling his hair. So yeah, it was quite long. Um. So yeah, the long hair is more sort of accurate to book. yeah But is it
2: accurate to people's thirst? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's the most the, important the, the question. The things that really. actually matter.
1: <laughs> the things that actually matter, indeed. <laughs> Um. Yeah. I mean, chapter or episode four is called Redanian intelligence. So presumably oh, that'll be that? all of the the stuff Is that, is, is that literally them just the little...
0: them throwing a bone to Redanian <laughs> like, intelligence?
1: Oh, it certainly is them throwing a bone to Redanian intelligence. Fair
0: play, fair intelligence. Like you guys got to call out. It's good to see the um smaller bits of the Witcher fandom. Gave the condition <laughs> that like we've had for a while. And, um <laughs> like like of course of course you know like like the main reason why we haven't had had a episode named after us is just because is is because because we like it's kind of hard to convincingly name an episode the witcher cast indeed or cast a pod to your yeah, anything with or or <laughs> casts becomes a bit a bit yeah.
1: <laughs> indeed <laughs> uh yeah um so i mean do you want me to run through the episode titles just while we're here so episode one episode one is a grain of truth uh episode two is just called care morin episode three is called what is lost um oh and they've got the logos right like last you know last time the logos they did those little things that formed into logos so the episode one which is um a grain of truth is sort of just kind of a vampire looking logo, which I think for quite obvious reasons. Um episode two, Cameron, it's sort of like a withered sort of wolf yeah. head. Episode three is called What is Lost and it is a swallow, but it looks like it's he's really kind of messed up looking. Is that
0: like perhaps like gonna deal with like City's internal dilemmas? Of various sort.
1: i would assume so because if episode two is kind of when they just kind of get to care and and have like all the care and stuff episode three seems like it would be the one that would deal with all of siri's stuff um especially if the logo is a swallow like yeah all they, of yeah. her tr- yeah trauma and stuff um episode four is the one called redanian intelligence and its logo is sort of a hood and a dagger which so that seems pretty straightforward maybe we're waiting that long to deal with what happens to yaskir um i hope not
0: no, no, no. Yeah, no, no, I hope no, not, too. To.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Episode five is called Turn Your Back, so I have no idea what that could be in reference to, and the logo is, like, scales.
0: Wait, did you say turn like, your
1: back? Wait, scales.
0: Yeah. Uh, scales, did you say?
1: Yeah. Yeah. As in, like, justice yeah, yeah, and yeah, weighing yeah. things, um, like, scales. Yeah.
0: Turn your back. Could it possibly be about um, about Yarpin and his boys and their Oh uh,
1: shit, yeah, quite um, possibly. Because
0: I don't know, like turn your back could be like a reference to some sort of line within the episode. I could imagine some sort of dialogue along the lines of, you know, somebody saying something that like, you know, trusting non humans is like turning your like turning your back to somebody with a dagger or whatever.
1: And there's so much like betrayal in yeah. that whole yeah, like that whole sequence. So that is actually um a good shout uh episode six is called dear friend and the logo looks like the smoke coming out of the gin's jar mm-hmm. um uh, we, so we I mean, know what that's i think about. that's pretty straightforward yeah uh yennefer <laughs> that was so, i just i love that letter so much it's so good <laughs> um Episode 7, this is a weird one, it's called Voleth Meyer.
0: Sorry, could you repeat that?
1: Voleth Meir. I'll spell it out. V-O-L-E-T-H space M-E-I-R. Um, okay, could you write that out on the, in the what, chat? Discord, yeah. because So di- the internet is telling me that this is actually the name of an original character that has been added to Season 2, who is described as a very old white haired woman, a demon who roams the land bargaining and preying on people's deepest, darkest desires. Oh, that's. And that this is Alvin for Deathless Mother.
0: That might be very interesting. Okay, I've got time for that. Yeah, I, yeah. I can see how that could work into, you know, the, the story.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and the logo for that is a skull. Subtle. So, subtle. Yeah. Uh, and then episode eight, they have not given us a logo or title Ooh, for that. That's oh, spicy. Yeah. Okay spicy yeah so we don't know how this is gonna end and we don't know where it's going to end um yeah there's some really um interesting stuff like i think we're gonna get a lot of flashbacks because they've cast a lara doran oh apparently
2: who's lara doran yeah i mean who's the actress playing her i know who lara doran is oh uh, she's, yeah.
1: I, yeah i was about to say wow megs i know we've had a long pandemic but um i honestly um i irish actress named neve mccormick um i've never seen her in anything She's in the magic flute apparently, but yeah. But uh, yeah, Lara Doran's apparently been cast. They're cast in Athena so we're gonna probably get a flashback to like Athlena actually giving her prophecy. Um, oh, yeah,
2: very bonny. So
1: very. Um, here's something spicy that I honestly sometimes don't trust. her Danny intelligence is to not get confused Whoa. about things. Um, they're claiming that someone they've cast an in. That's early. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Might be interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, there can be all sorts of flash-forwards and flashbacks. We don't really do, like, linear time, right? So... aridin
2: that's a big casting cut as well. Man. Yeah.
1: The funny thing is there's two Aridins that have been cast out because I cast someone else to play Aridin in Blood Origin. Whoa. Why? He's an elf.
2: He doesn't age.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't age. I know. I know. Come on! Um... <laughs> yeah, so... Uh... So this is why I'm, like, a little bit, like, hmm, like, I know they have an, like, Aridin is going to be in Blood Origins. I'm like, are you sure this was cast for season two, Radonian Intelligence? But, um, apparently. So, Uh yeah. Yeah. So I'm hype about season two. It looks like something interesting. It looks like they've really improved the visuals as well. Like,
0: like, it looks so pretty.
1: Like, I know I famously always say, like, oh, I can't tell the difference. Everyone says the visuals in season one were janky, but I never noticed. But now that I'm looking at the visuals for season two, like, they Mm. look really good. Yeah you see series eyes? Like in season one they were just like green, they've got them like luminous green now. Like cool. Yeah. Um just like little touches like that, as well as like the sets look amazing. Like Netflix has clearly poured some more resources into yeah. this. Yeah. Um yeah. Is there anything else we want to talk about season two?
2: No, I think we've kind of um got our I think we we could go on about it forever, but um you yeah. got other stuff to talk about. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, so did you guys watch the trailer for Nightmare of I the have, Wolf?
0: Yeah. Uh, I I I forgot. I'm i have I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> do you wanna, I don't, do you take I a don't have much to say about it other than that it looks it looks cool, and I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah. So um, I mean, we are going to. So what um, what Netflix is basically marketing this on is that um, Nightmare of the Wolf is coming out August 23rd. So we have just over a month and we'll have some new nice. Witcher content. Um, yeah. And um, basically, um, just for the listeners, if they haven't kind of been following, it's uh, about a uh, young Vesemir. Um, and apparently we're going to see the sack of Kaer Morhen.
2: So, so for context, the reason why... I say I forgot. One of my things is I tend not to watch trailers if I'm super excited about something. I try to avoid watching them. <laughs> um, it's only like The Witcher or <laughs> something that it's, you know, I had to. I couldn't not. Mm-hmm. But I, I like yeah. to fly blind into things sometimes. Um
1: i often do too i felt like i had a professional obligation to watch this but i like I yeah, never watch yeah, yeah
2: i never watch mcu trailers even though i watch you know i've watched like yeah. all the films but i never watched the trailers for them um so for this
1: yeah i don't read reviews and stuff because i don't like to know anything about a movie going yes, into it same like i want to be totally games, surprised games
2: <laughs> sometimes are pretty good at covering up um you know spoilers and stuff like that and so i read read reviews for them but like for media stuff other media stuff i just don't i want to go in and actually you know sorry you were gonna say something though
0: yeah like years later i still think that like the witcher 2 trailer is one of the best like trailers ever made for anything (laughs) like like it is just such a good succinct game trailer um that like was both intriguing and epic and did not give away too much
2: like all 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 the video game cinematic were fantastic they were all just brilliant pieces brilliant pieces of animation and just ah the witcher 3 ones were just gorgeous like the Killing Monsters trailer was one of, I, I still go back and watch it now and again just because it's so well done um, and on the subject of video game trailers um, mm-hmm. new
1: content mm-hmm. new content for The Witcher 3 so Witcher 3 is getting a PS5 upgrade so um, that's interesting we'll see um, how that ends up looking um, and also, they have not given a lot of details, but they are releasing um, new content um, that is going to tie into the Netflix show.
2: Yeah, from from what I read, these are the the new content in the game. I don't think it, it's not new, like you know, it's not a new blood and wine or hearts of stone or anything. It, I think that it's it was hinted at that's maybe just some new items or something. Huh. Um, so I don't know. Maybe it's the it's the wool farmer that you know Geralt's um, wearing in the show maybe it's some weird looking elf guardian armor turtle shell stuff that they're all wearing um but there was in the i know we've just finished talking about the trailer but in the trailer they have witcher swords from the games which was one of my favorite moments it's, it's the
1: swords <laughs> <laughs> um yeah when i um watched the like the making of caer in like behind the scenes um, thing about the, the show they were the the person who's doing the sort of narration about like what went into designing the location um she did talk a lot about like being inspired by the games i think it's really interesting because like season one season one really came from the books with almost like no other n- Nothing else really that they drew on besides like you know their own creativity to like add and change things but um they're really drawing on the games for some of the visuals of season two yeah,
0: which is cool like
2: because yeah, visually they're yeah. good visuals like I there was a yeah. really good article um and I think it was IGN years ago about um how good the armor in Witcher 3 is it's just like a, a relatively well it's not a minor detail but it's something that you don't really appreciate at the time but it looked like clothing people would actually wear the armor it looks looks
0: beautiful like let's be real here it just looks beautiful
2: it's stunning and it's you know it's a lot of the time it's environmental storytelling that there's lots of little details in the armor and the belt buckles and everything and it looked worn and it looks tatty and it's just fantastic Um, and i love it and there's a whole article going into how good it is and they, they i think there's another article where they speak to a blacksmith. And a historical like armor expert and sort of talk about the armor. It was really good. This is years ago, but if they're taking inspiration in the games, that's brilliant because you know it just would make everything look brilliant because they've got a track record of doing well on the visual design and the cost design uh, from the game. And of like, I wasn't as tough on the Nelfgard armor as some other people were. I thought it's intentionally <laughs> looking weird and <coughs> foreign and a little bit alien because that's what Nelfgard are. I didn't mind that, but some people mm-hmm. thought it's sort of cheap tacky. And- like, eh,
1: yeah yeah i feel like i didn't really um like get a lot of the complaints about the visuals in season one if i'm honest again like i don't really um have the best visual sense but like i also didn't think the nilfgaard armor looked that bad i thought it looked weird but nilfgaard's yeah, supposed so I, to look weird so I, so um, so yeah. uh,
2: that's again more good in the scene
1: yeah for sure um yeah i'm just sorry i just spaced that's out like, for a second so, so what um my brain just has been working a lot worse than usual exactly. lately. And um, so any other, in the spirit of a
2: constituency meeting, any other relevant business? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I think, um, I think just like, um, just back to Nightmare of the Wolf um i think it's interesting that they are kind of seemingly trying to create this like larger ecosystem of like content that they want to sort of pull together because when i was watching some stuff about nightmare of the wolf um they um are talking about oh it was actually when i was watching the video about the making of like the physical set of Caremore, and obviously it's not the same teams behind both projects the, the animated and the live action one but it is sort of broadly still Netflix and broadly still with like input from the same production team um and they're talking about how um what they really wanted was for um Nightmare of the Wolf which is going to show us sort of like Trial of the Grasses and it's going to show us the Sack of Caremore and it's going to show us sort of um Caremore and it's still like a functioning place they want the part of like that coming out in August and then season two where we actually go to sort of Current timeline, Kamoran. Um, they they wanted that that journey for the viewer, so I think that's really kind of interesting that they're making this sort of broader ecosystem that they want to be. Yeah, they're creating an extended we universe, basically. Um, and yeah, I mean, me too. I mean, the more major content, the better. Which I mean, not that we have trailers or anything for it, but obviously, Blood Origin is do sometime i think next year um which is their um the six-part live action thing that they're doing that's supposed to um be set at like the conjunction of the spheres so more Pardon? So oh I'm so I know I'm really I'm really excited for something that is like so far outside of the existing canon like obviously the conjunction of the spheres is a thing that exists in the existing canon but like our stories about it that we have are so few and the details we have about that time period are so few that like I'm really kind of much like the new um, Amazon Lord of the Rings thing that's going to be kind of fairly outside of existing works so I'll just be able to like watch it and vibe and not be like oh that's different I'm like really looking forward to um, Blood Origin or something I'll be able to sort of just like enjoy um, yeah um, but that is um, quite a long way off um, I don't know if that's I think that's probably meant to go between seasons two and season three <sighs> yeah
2: this is lots of lots of stuff to keep us busy for a few hours a week at least <laughs> for the forthcoming. coming yes like, yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, which I'm happy about, because we ploughed through the books pretty fast. <laughs> like, we have we are three books into a total of, yes. I was going to say, seven. but oh,
2: Are we going to do, are we gonna
1: yeah. do uh,
0: Season of Storm?
1: I know, that's why I was just paused for a second over that count. <laughs> I mean, we have yeah, to, we I think. That, but yeah. like, ugh. Look, 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 look. At I, the end, I don't yes.
0: hate Season of Storms. I just think that Sappic should have really thought about that one for a bit more. Let's pretend it's a dream point. I think he <laughs> just...
2: Don't take it too seriously. <laughs> oh a. I
0: think. Yeah. you Yeah. Your. Your best. Ex- ex- like literally understanding it as DLC.
1: Yes. You know. I think there could have been something really good in Season of Storms because, like, it. It kind of falls back to stuff that's in, like, Road with No Return. Um. But he just kind of didn't quite. Like I it.
0: feel like you know the the, the crucial thing that, <sighs> it like Season of Storms kind of needed was it it needed to um what's the word it needed to find what it actually wants to explore I like like good, like 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 a concept yeah, that it. it wants to explore which honestly i felt like it was lacking so my main takeaway
2: from it like I did enjoy it. I really enjoyed it as a story. It had a lot of cool ideas. Um, but the only main takeaway I took it away from it was, man, Coral's an asshole.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the, the ultimate conclusion you make yeah. from Season of Storms is simply, Coral's an asshole, which is a lot thinner than the usual conclusion you take from a Witcher story. Yeah,
2: <laughs> they're all about, you know, trauma and destiny and determinism and you know, what is fate? Like, Can you yeah. give a choice? And this one's just, the f- this witch is a wee cow.
0: <laughs> yeah, like like like, because yeah. the, yeah. the thing is, the thing right? Each of the Witcher short stories has always had a point, like like something that it wants to explore about this universe, and mm-hmm. despite being a whole novel, Season of Storms kind of doesn't. Yeah, Like, like it, it doesn't and there was really so much... have, like, an ultimate idea it wants to explore.
1: Yeah, and it feels like it could have. Because, like, the, the thing where it, it talks about, it pursues, like, the sort of... If there's an idea that is interesting in it, I think it's the stuff about, like, rogue wizards and mutations and, and that sort of stuff. I think that is, like the interesting stuff because to me that kind of calls back all the way to road yeah, no return yeah. and would have been a very cool thing to just really just like go all the way in on um but it doesn't it gets kind of caught up in like coral being a monster and like petty politics and poor mosaic, and, poor mosaic. So,
2: for people who haven't read it this is this is all nonsense obviously
1: <laughs> a lot of this might get cut yeah but... oh it will <laughs> But yeah. Yeah, I think, think <laughs> yeah, we will we'll definitely uh, yeah. have
2: season of Storms if only to analyse it as being... I, mean, I wouldn't compare it to Blood of Wine because Bl- Blood and Wine as a DLC actually... I
0: actually think that the blood, uh, blood, and wines, blood and wine story is better than the main quest of the game. <laughs> oh, it's just because Regis. <sighs> I I just adore him.
2: He's uh, one Regis. of my favourite characters in literature, and they bring him to life so well in the DLC. And the, the idea of vampires and everything and how they're communicated—it's just wonderful.
0: Yeah,
1: we are one book away from getting oh, to Regis. Uncle Regis. <laughs> Uncle Regis. <sighs> <laughs> ah. Ah. <laughs>
0: I'm so excited. I Can't love Regis
2: wait. so much. Can't yeah. wait. We will we, we'll do a lot of fawning over yeah. Regis, I think.
1: Oh, by the time we get to Regis, there will be bonus episodes about, like, moral philosophy. Yeah, so... He's, 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 like...
2: a, he's an immortal, like, philosopher sort of um, healer and just brilliant. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't have the yeah. words to describe it.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna be, like wanting to do bonus episodes about like Judas Sklar and like T.M. Scanlan and stuff by the time we get to Regis to like explain why everything he does is so cool. Think, like, but uh, with yes. Both-
2: <laughs> Wasting a lot of content potential at the moment. I think one of the main things that's so interesting about him is because he is, you know, to us as humans, the Witcher, you know, sees as you know, a sort of semi-immortal guy living forever, t- has it, having his perspectives on the world. Regis is a further counter of that, but to but to Geralt, you know, he's an even more immortal, timeless mm. guy watching, you know, mortals live and die, live out their lives. And I think it's, that's just another fun aspect of character that is explored wonderfully. Yeah. Way. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's just to say that we are very excited about all the content coming up. Hype for season two, hype for Nightmare of the Wolf, hype for Blood Origin. Um, I'm hype about some of the casting decisions in Blood Origin. Michelle Yeo has been cast yeah, as an elf. I, I saw your reaction. Very, very excited. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm like obsessed with her. So and they've cast her as I love that I love these like these like one line descriptions, by the way, of the characters. Like she's been cast as a sword elf. What the fuck's a sword elf? I don't care. It's an elf with a sword. This owns <laughs> Yeah,
2: she is she is very
1: cool. Extremely cool. And I'm glad that they are going to be using like one of I mean, she has many talents, but one of the things she's like known for is being one of the best like actresses in the genre with a sword. So like they'll be <laughs> using her skill set. I'm well, very excited.
2: a sword, obviously you're going to be a fan of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, me and sword girls. So you <laughs> Not know. To judge, but um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So um, yeah. Yeah,
2: hype. we are excited, and there's lots, um, lots more stuff. For us to ramble on about for sixty minutes, sixty yeah. to ninety minutes.
0: <laughs> this <laughs> yes, this, this keeps us with you know actual joy in our lives. So yes, we have something to look forward. To. So so thank you, Netflix, for everything. Yes, thank you, Netflix, for
1: curing my depression. <laughs> <laughs> okay so um yeah so that's our show thanks so much for listening um we hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you next time when i think we will probably actually get started on um time yeah. of contempt um, and <laughs> yes oh the shit hits the fan <laughs> At
0: last i am a- i am a fan of shit
1: hitting fans <laughs> oh absolutely <laughs> uh um our music is medieval abstraction by lucas perney and Miloslav kolar which you can find at freemusicarchive.org and you can find us as at the witcher cast on twitter and tumblr or email us as at castapodtoyourwitcher at gmail.com thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next time okay.